From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Okay, so, yes, you know how sir. people will listen to our podcast? Mm-hmm. Roz and Mocha Show podcast available anywhere you get your podcast from, by the way. Make sure you subscribe because when we release a new episode, it'll automatically download to your device. Yep. New episode dropping later today. Boom. So normally people will, oh God, I'm going to regret talking about this. People will slow down our podcast, listen to it at half speed, and we play them on the radio and it sounds fun and funny, right? Yeah. Um, Leslie Flores, he is a Razamoka super fan. Okay. Went to a recent episode, episode 666. That's like last week, wasn't it? Something like <laughs> yeah, that? That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and did something that I fear is now going to be an ongoing trend. Oh, no. But took a conversation that we had about just something and censored parts of it to make it sound like it was something else. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. It was a conversation we were having about aliens. Okay. And what if aliens were delicious? Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. So what I have, and you tell me what you want to hear first. Okay. okay? Yes. So I have the original conversation, so you know what it sounds like, or what it sounds like like in the moment, what it sounded like on the podcast. Yes. And then I have the version that Leslie created where he censored certain words. Which would you like to hear first? Let's go the original first. You want it? Okay. So this is the original. And it would be very difficult to explain to an alien, right? Like, like what we eat is, is, is we all sort of understand it, right? But like, if aliens came down and they were like, okay, so you'll eat a chicken, but not a cat, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, of course. Like, why? Like, yeah. that's very difficult to explain to people. Yeah. Right? Are you sure you're not going to eat me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, am I, yeah. Like, am I in the um, love me, pet me category? Uh-huh. Or am I in the pull like, my guts out of my butthole category <laughs> and skin me and yeah. rotisserie me? Uh-huh. Right? Like, which category am I in? And then yeah, you're like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'd give me a taste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Just a nibble. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just lick that arm for a sec. Yeah, let me just do me a favor. I'm going to close my eyes. You put your foot in my mouth, okay? <laughs> you just give me that just little thing. Seconds. Just give me. The, I don't need long. Just give yeah. me that little thing for a minute, okay? okay. I don't even need the bite, for like the, at, at all. For the like, record, guys, we're talking about aliens. For anybody who just tuned yes. In. <laughs> okay. okay, so that so was the original conversation that happened on episode six sixty six. Okay, of the Razamoka Show podcast. Okay. So super fan Leslie Flores censored parts of that conversation. Okay. So it sounds like this. And it would be very difficult to explain to an alien, right? Like like what we is 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 we all sort of understand it, right? But like <laughs> if aliens came down and they were like, "Okay, so you'll eat a chicken but not a cat," right? And we're like, "Yeah, of course." <laughs> like why? Like yeah. that's very difficult to explain to people. Yeah. Right? Are you sure you're not gonna- yeah, you know what I mean? Like, am I, yeah, like, am I in the um, love me, pet me category? Uh-huh. Or am I in the pull like, my guts what? out of my b- 
category and me and me. Right? Like, which category am I in? And then you're like, I don't know. I'd give me a taste. Yeah. Yeah. We just licked the Let me just do me a favor. I'm going to close my eyes. You put my mouth okay <laughs> you just give me that just little thing seconds. just give me the, i don't need long just give yeah. me that little thing for a minute okay i don't even need the bite like at, at all for the like, record guys we're talking about aliens for anybody who just yes <laughs> okay so Yo, well, okay. we're back see, now we're back I, now i we're see you rubbing now. your temples bro i can't pause i can't <laughs> i can't this can't be a thing this can't be well, a thank thing. you to leslie flores <laughs> Anything you want to tell us, Roz? No, shut up. For the unnecessary, <laughs> unnecessary censorship of the show. Wow. Do me a favor. I'm going to close my eyes. You put in my mouth. Okay? <laughs> I said foot. I said foot. Okay? I said foot. Mm-hmm. Yo. Right? I, it was foot is what I said. All right? Oh, thank oh, you, Leslie. Man. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I'm reading this stupid story about how to wash your, your armpits properly. Yeah. I, I imagine this is one of those things that took off on like TikTok and then everybody is just taking it as gospel. But you're not supposed to use your regular soap on your armpits. That's for one. You're supposed to use an antibacterial soap on your armpits. Okay. Who has that? I don't. Who has that? Isn't all soap antibacterial? No. The soap that I use to wash my skin or the, the, the body wash that I use yeah. is the exact same that goes on my pits. Same. Like I wash everything with this down below and up above. Yeah, I use. I even use we the same. We understand how bathing yeah. works more. <laughs> I even use the same soap. Sometimes I'll just scoop it, sure. and if I don't want to, you know, get more soap, like if I'm running low or something, right? Scoop you it. Scoop it from where? From down below. How much? You mean the lather? Yeah, the lather. And you just use it on your pits. Yes. You take the lather from below and and use it and repurpose it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's too much. Those are good suds. Uh, Maria looks disgusted. Are <laughs> you also one that uses the same body wash or soap uh, on your skin that you use for your armpits? No. No. Oh, you use different? Antibacterial? Yeah, sometimes I'll use like an antibacterial soap. Really? No, you don't, Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like, not like it, like, it's, it's like, it'll be like more of like a, like an intimate wash. That's per the se, burns on your though, armpits sometimes. Because the... like your armpits carry so much bacteria and like deodorant and if, you know, like, there's just... So what brand do you have? Like, I've never, I don't even, how have I never seen or heard, like, an like ad for antibacterial soap? Well, you can get, like, um, there's this lady on TikTok, actually. She talks about oh, okay, cool. Okay, let's... Okay, wait, I'm not done. We're going to move on for one second, okay? Because I'm, I'm just... I can't go... I can't go back to the lady The lady on TikTok. I'm curious give, give me, about uh, just, give me, just give me one second. Give me okay. one second. Okay, so here's what I want. I'm going to time you right now because this is the part that really gets me. Okay. Where I feel like a failure, where I feel dirty, right? Is that I'm going to open my stopwatch. Okay. Okay. And then show me right now, Mocha. Okay. Yeah. Show me right now how you wash your armpit. Show me. Like, just show me like your standard practice of washing your armpit and about how long you would wash an armpit. So for. it always goes. Left hand first, yes. clean, right armpit. Yeah, One, so, two, three, four, five. Yep. And then right hand yep. on your left armpit. Yep. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. And so, that's it. So I would like you now to do step one, which is right arm up, yeah. left hand washes, correct? Okay, sure. Okay. 
I'm going to hit the stopwatch, and you wash your armpit, and I'm going to tell you when to stop washing your armpit according to this. Okay. Okay? So here we go. In three, two, one, wash. Mocha's still scrubbing. He is still scrubbing. That's... Mocha's still scrubbing. No. This still is, um, scrubbing. 16, 16 17. Still 17, scrubbing. 20. Okay. Still scrubbing. You go all in circles. You never change it up and go like no. up and down or get your fingernails in there and scrape some of that stuff 36, out. 37, 30. Okay. Come on, guys. Okay. Keep going. You're not done yet. You're not done yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now you're going to start to chafe. And time. So you're supposed to. Circles. So you're, you're supposed to wash your armpits for 30 seconds each. No, I ain't got time for that. 58 circles. No. No, and no. more if you have hair. You got hair? No, you I trimmed down. down. I trim you have down. no hair under there? Well, I mean, I haven't trimmed it in a bit, but there's like stubble there. No hair? No, I, I trim it. Let me see. Like a wrestler. Let me see. Really? Oh, wow. Look at you, aerodynamic. Looks nice, right? It does look yeah, nice. Yeah, feels good. Yeah. Wow. That's, you, you look like somebody who regularly shaves their armpits and just like missed a week. Like that's how little hair you have Yeah, it was two there. weeks ago. Yeah, like I you go that. bald, you go all the way yeah, down it bald. Feels so nice. But what about when it starts to grow back a little bit? You don't get the prickles. Don't notice. No, wow. No, I'm tough like that. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Athletes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh man, Joe Biden was getting flamed over the weekend, bro. What he did now? <laughs> Saturday, President Biden delivered a speech to the Congressional Black Caucus for the annual legislative conference in Washington. Okay. Nothing can go wrong there. LL Cool J and MC Light were there to receive the Phoenix Award for their musical contributions at the ceremony, okay? Of course, celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, right? Yeah. So, LL Cool J. Joe Biden messes up saying... LL Cool J. Yeah. Two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop in America. LLJ Cool J. Uh, <laughs> Come on now. By the way, that boy's got, he got man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's spent. <laughs> and MC Light, both of you, thank you. Damn. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, first of you all, just look old, right? LLJ Cool J. He just is. He just is. Like you assume that everybody knows everything, and you just you know when you're that age, you don't know what the hell LL Cool J is. One of the comments was Biden effing up LL Cool J's name. Like the name ain't simple as S. LLJ Cool J. Uh, Three what, letters in a word. I like, know. that's it. Another person said, what Joe Biden did to LL Cool J is exactly why Ice Cube said he'll never have dinner with the president. <laughs> <laughs> LLJ Cool J. Uh, and then that other part where he said, that boy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man, yeah, people yeah, yeah. went in. Yeah. Didn't have Biden calling LL Cool J boy <laughs> on the bingo card. <laughs> yeah, he's all this dirt, right? Like, it's not all there and... I don't know. He's I don't running know. the country. I don't know. Two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop in America. LLJ Cool J. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't sound any more old. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yes, my guy, Usher. Super Bowl halftime show in Vegas. It was meant to be. 
I don't know a lot of Usher, to be honest with you. Oh, oh, oh. Yo. Like, I know Usher. Don't get me wrong. Legend, right? But yeah. I don't know if I can name a lot of Usher songs. There is a reason why they call him the king of R&B. I do. Oh, yeah, this track. Oh, my God. There goes the whole thing. Just a <laughs> sample. It was just a sample. Yeah, because you always wonder, like, because you gotta have somebody who's got the hits, right? Nine number one do, hits. You gotta do thirteen minutes. You gotta Eight have the hits. Time Grammy Award winner. Yeah. Back in two thousand and four, his Confessions album had four number one singles off of it alone, Damn. and that album went diamond. Damn. Twenty three point eight million albums sold. 38.2 million digital songs sold. Hmm. One of the biggest in the world. Yeah. Makes sense now. I was kind of questioning it when I heard it over the weekend because I didn't do like a big thing because I'm just not a giant Usher fan. But when you break it all down and you play all that stuff, I'm like, of course it makes sense. Because yeah. you, you has to be an Usher. Like it has to be somebody on that level who's got that catalog. And to sustain two years, I know by comparison to the greats like Celine in Vegas and all the other residencies in Vegas, sure. right? Uh, Usher running two years now yeah, in Vegas with that residency and sold out show every single night, yeah. every single show. Damn. Uh, Zane Lowe talking to Usher about this big announcement and getting the call because as you know, or some of you may not know, Jay-Z is the one that is partnered with the NFL mm -hmm. to put together these Super Bowl shows. So it's only natural that Jay-Z is the one that calls up Usher to say, hey, guess what? What's it like getting that call from Jay-Z? Oh, man. I didn't... Well, I mean, you know, me and the big homie, we, we talk often. <laughs> but uh, when I got this call... Yeah. And he said, it's it's time. It's magic time. You know, it's it's time for you to have that moment. Mm. I'm like, what what you talking about? He's like, the Super Bowl. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh man. you ready absolutely but no question yeah and it was like this was destined to happen i think that everything that led up to that moment going to las vegas for my vegas residency mm -hmm. for the last two years mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the legacy obviously that is the music the celebration of, of entertainment in that place it's a city of lights you know it's always been a place where you know entertainers go and, and find love and passion to mm. you know, connection to their fans mm. so for the super bowl to have made its way to Las Vegas while we were in Vegas having such an amazing two years. There you go. Uh, 80 million albums sold worldwide, okay? God. People know Usher. Yeah. Except for the people that Tamamori Mori found on the oh, streets. Oh, no. When talking about Usher. No. Uh, so we played you all the songs. Yeah. We went through the resume that Usher has. Yeah. We played you Usher getting the phone call from Jay-Z. Yes. All of that does not matter to the people that Tim and Maury oh, found no. on the streets. Listen to this. All right, so the halftime performer was just announced for the upcoming Super Bowl, and it's going to be Usher. What are your thoughts? Oh, my God. This is actually a really crazy question because I'm not an Usher fan. Oh. I don't know. I feel like Usher's a little bit overrated. Like, do people still listen to Usher? Oh, I don't know. Man. Can you name an Usher song? Of course. Uh, 
uh, you make me want to leave the one I'm with, start a new relationship with you. This is, yeah, you know. You know Sounds like you're a fan after, you're a I'm hidden a, fan. I'm a fan. I just, you know, like we all have the radio, like, you know, it happens. It's like in your head. Like it, he has fans, you know. You're going to watch, aren't you? I'm not going to watch the halftime show. Oh. I didn't watch Rihanna's <laughs> halftime performance. Can you believe that? All right, the news today, the Super Bowl halftime show is going to be Usher. What are your thoughts on that? I don't like Usher. Oh my <laughs> I don't God. like this at all. <laughs> And I very much so hope Republicans start making rants. That'll be very funny on YouTube. Can you name an Usher song? No. (laughs) I just don't like the image. I don't like the whole, watch this, watch this. (laughs) That was stupid as heck. But yeah. (laughs) Do you think it'll only be him, like him solo, or do you think more will be announced? I think he's old enough that more would be better. And I don't think he has nearly the same fan base as Rihanna or someone who could carry an entire halftime show by themselves at least. He's a good one. He's a good performer. He dances well. Uh, he entertains well. I think it's going to be an entertaining performance. Yeah, and it won't take away from football that much, I would say. It's not like bringing Taylor Swift to Super Bowl. Can you name an Usher song? <laughs> See, this is me. Like, what's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, it, is that Usher? Oh, my God. So in love. I just don't know the name of it. It's going to be a good show. I mean, it's like, what, who's last year? Last year, I think it was Rihanna. I think Usher probably will definitely bring in some cool artists. I think he has a good catalog of songs and music to bring. So I think Usher won't disappoint this year. Can you name an Usher song? Uh, You got it, you got it bad. In your same something. Hold up. I don't know. I don't know the words. Our next Super Bowl halftime performer has been announced, and it's going to be Usher. What are your thoughts? Eh. I mean, he's been in the news lately, so I can see it. But, yeah, he's a good performer. Can you name an Usher song? Um, no. What are your thoughts? Usher, halftime performer. Uh, I think I think it's a, a good choice. It has the nostalgia factor that, um, you know, like Eminem and Dr. Dre had. Uh, Confessions is, is an Usher song, I think, or is that the album? <laughs> I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm yeah. sure it'll be popular with uh, a lot of the people. I'd probably tune in. I like that guy. Yo, Canada got the biggest Usher fans Yo. ever. Huh? I don't feel so bad anymore. <laughs> Like, I'm ashamed. I don't feel so bad anymore. Oh, man, that resume does not matter to anyone. No. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Cardi B thinks her house is haunted. Uh-oh. Um, she owns homes in <sighs> New York, yes. Atlanta, yes. and L.A. Yes. And it's the L.A. home that is the problem. Damn. Got the L.A. ghost? Mm-hmm. Here is Cardi B on Instagram, scared out of her mind because she thinks her house is haunted and that she's being terrorized by a ghost with ill intentions. I, so I go and I take a shower and I get out the shower and I lay on my bed and, and I lay on my bed, right? I start hearing a, like a fly sound, right? Bro, I haven't been able to find the f***ing fly. I told my driver to go get a f***ing, one of those things that you kill a fly with. The sh- 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 whatever spatula sh- to kill the fly. The I don't see the f***ing fly nowhere. I bought the spray, everything. I don't hear the fly anywhere. Then I start hearing this sound in the hallway. It sounds like somebody's on a phone. Like, clink, 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 clink. So I told the security guard, one of the security guards that's guarding the house outside to please... Because I'm hearing it for like 15 minutes. I call my security guard to tell the other security guard that's outside to come in my house to hear the sound. 
Bitch, tell me how the sound is gone. So all I'm saying is, though, to you, right, that there's a ghost or a spirit in this house. And what I don't like about it is that the ghost be with me because when Offset is in this house, nothing ever happens. But when I'm alone, it always want to with me. Mind you, when I be in the house in Atlanta or in New York, I, there's nothing. But this house in L.A. is always some weird vibe when I'm here. And at this point, I feel like if I go to sleep, the ghost is going to me. Because the wants me. He wants me. Okay. Wow, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. What's more terrifying? What's more terrifying? Being haunted by a ghost that wants to kill you or being haunted by a ghost that wants to make love to you? Oh, make love. I think the latter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you guys on that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah terrorize me. I, lo- I, I love this. Don't like you kissing me on my neck. I, I heard stuff. a fly. Like it's like not like the, the 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 couch was on fire, or there was like blood running down the walls. Mm-hmm. Like I heard a buzz. Yeah, it was a buzz, <laughs> and no other logical explanation. You went from Nothing. possibly hearing a fly to it's yes. guaranteed a ghost. Yes, you went from hey security, uh, get me a spatula to kill the fly to uh, like being assaulted by a ghost. Like, there was no sort of in-between. No. Like, might have been a light bulb. Might have been a this. Could have been Some anything. Some sort of electrical problem. Maybe Something. the light switch in the hallway. There's something going on with the light switch is making something. a buzzing noise. I love that. Could you imagine, though, that life where you, you hear something in the house and you're like, oof, I better go get my security guard who can tell my other security guard who can get the other security guard on this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty and incredible. At this point, I feel like if I go to sleep, the ghost is going to Come on, man. Because don't go to sleep, Cardi. He wants me. (laughs) Stay up. Stay up. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, let me ask you this question here. Are you gonna do something right now? No. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. You just look like you were reaching grabbing grabbing a piece of paper or something. You thought you said some big announcement. No. Okay, man. Um, according to a new study, 70% of people have pretended to like a meal to avoid hurting someone's feelings. Oh, yeah, easy. Okay. Now, I was reading this, and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, I think we've all done that. But I've done that at a restaurant. Oh, same. And I don't know why. I paid for it. And the meal's done, and they come by, and they're like, how was it? And even if I didn't like it, I'm always like, oh, it was great. Hmm. You know? Because what are you going to say at that point? Nah, that was all right. Yeah, you should then, be able to. But then I feel like it gets awkward between you and possibly the 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 server. I, and I wouldn't but like, just. What does the server care? Yeah. Well, point, that's too, my right? thing. That don't ask, right? Like, because uh, I think if I give constructive criticism, she's going to go back to the chef and be like, "Hey, great idea. Maybe do a little less of this." Yeah, right? yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But you know that that's not going to happen. Maybe add some garlic. It's not a place for honesty. When somebody asks you, when you finish a meal, and somebody asks you how you liked it, that is no place for honesty ever. Yeah, no, no ever. No, no, no. no, you just talk to whoever you're with. Complain to that person quietly behind their back, like a Abs- normal person. Absolutely, right? Yeah, and then you can go and tell all your friends. Yes, don't go there. Yeah, it's terrible. Not right? Then you, 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 you ruin their Too business as soon as you leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, you don't want to be that guy, right? Right? Yeah, but I would rather just take care of it there. I think mm-hmm. I would feel better if I had the ability to just be honest when somebody asks how something was and I and I didn't like it. Yeah, would you rather true. a comment card? Um, I mean, that way you don't have to physically verbally say it. 
I know, but then I'm going to start. I know I couldn't do a comment card because I'm going to tell you why. Is that they would give you the comment card and I'd fill it out and I'd be like, rah, 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 rah. Uh, and then I would leave and I'm like, you know what? I bet you nobody fills out that comment card ever. Mm-hmm. And that box has one. And, and it's, it's going to be you. And they're going to yeah, know. Totally. And it's going to be pinned mm-hmm. somewhere on like a bulletin board in the kitchen by the staff shift yeah. list. You're the enemy. Right? Yes. Yeah. No, I can't do that. Yeah, I wouldn't don't do serve I would, this guy. No, no, no. I wouldn't do a comment card. But there's there's like things like... Uh, I, what God. about like an anonymous Google review? Nah. I, see, but that's... Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to trash somebody, I mean, you're right. I am more comfortable doing it anonymously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, far more, far I, more comfortable. It doesn't mind being a keyboard warrior. No, not when it comes to gravy. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, I'm not going after your kid. Uh-huh. I'm just saying too many mushrooms. Yeah. Um, but no, I have, a, I have a difficult time with that. And I don't I don't know whether it's I'm just like terrified of confrontation or being honest or whatever it is. Or do you but think I the chef's going to come out from the, from the yeah, kitchen? Yeah, I don't know. And say, I, I want to talk to you about what it is you said. I like to think that people are doing their best, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't want to trash somebody who's out there just, you know, doing their best. And then I start to get like all emotional in this kind of thing. Like I'm going to hurt the guy. I'm going to get a guy fired or whatever it is. Sure. So I'm just honest. And I've, I've, I've said some real crap meals are delicious. Right? Like real like at restaurants? Yeah. Or just like with Catherine you know. got us involved in something one time where she got wanted. Us involved. Oh my God. She got an invite to go to some restaurant. Uh huh. And she's like, hey, let's go. They're doing a thing and they invited us. I'm like, I don't want to go uh, on an invite thing. It's, it never works out for me. I can never order what I want to order off the menu. And they always want to just like give you what they want. It's not for me. And she's like, let's just go. It's not going to be like that super low key. And I was like, okay, cool. So we walk into this restaurant. We walk through the restaurant into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And they have a table set up in the kitchen beside the chef. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, you get the tasting menu. Oh, the first thing he gives us is brain and toast. Brain? Brain and toast. Like, I don't know, like a sheep or something like that. Like a little piece of sheep brain and Mm -hmm. toast. Nope. Right? And I look at Catherine, and Catherine looks at me, and I'm like, no, don't you dare. And she looks over. The chef is staring at us. She smiles. He turns his back. She puts her brain on my plate. <clears throat> then I got to eat two brains. And you still married her? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Roz and Mocha's worst job in the world. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Have we been getting inundated with uh, phone calls and texts, bro. So do you think you got the worst job ever? Um, that's what we want to find out. We have a leaderboard in here. And uh, we got some people who have called who have some really, really, like, nasty, nasty jobs. Uh, the top three right now is uh, Cassidy at number three, who makes government-issued crack pipes and meth bowls. Damn. Uh, Michael is at number two currently. He's a construction worker who had to clean up the mess on the site, but not like construction mess. He had to clean up after the actual construction workers. And part of that is like doing away with their water bottles full of urine because that's what they pee in on the job site when they can't get down to the porta potty. Also, one time he found uh, dirty underwear stuffed in between like lumber. It was left on the site. Underpants, right? (laughs) Like that are just there. Uh, Ray right now is number one uh ray is like a general laborer and he gets called in to just clean up things and he got called in to clean up an apartment uh after squatters and he had to tidy up mounds quote unquote of indoor dog poo barrels of rotten eggs and a really concerning amount of vampire whatever that is wow all right uh gee hello welcome to the raza mocha show you think you have 
the worst job in the world? Yes, I do. Okay. Go what is, for it. What's your job? So for a living, well, it's actually a secondary living. Um, I am a security guard at a nightclub okay. and have some of the wildest stories you guys have ever heard. So okay. wait a second. You think of being a security guard at a nightclub is the worst job ever? It's, it's actually, it's kind of funny that it's actually both. It's the best and worst job in the entire planet. Okay. Okay. Well, we're not talking about the best job. Yeah, the nobody wants to hear okay. the best job ever. <laughs> it's the highest and the lowest. Okay, okay. so we want, why lowest. is you, Guy, why is, is your submission for worst job in the world being a security guard? Give us the details. Well, no other job that you guys have talked about has had a mix of fights, shootings, stabbings, and one guy who pulled his entire internal organs out. Oh, what the hell? Okay, hold on here. Yeah. Tell, tell now, us that story. Yeah. Okay. Who pulled their their internal organs out? Typically, at the clubs, you have a couple of unhomed individuals who walk around, mm-hmm. and usually they pick up the the cans that people are gross and like throw on the ground before they walk inside. Yeah. Typically, we collect them for these guys. We put them in a couple blue bags, and at the end of the night, they stop by. We have some conversations, and they go their way. Yeah. We've had one guy who. It wasn't the typical guy that showed up, tried to actually come inside, and we, we had to politely tell him, like, hey, man, it's not, that, not, not the night tonight, all that jazz. And he said, uh, well, you, you can search me. I'm fine. And he lifted up his uh, Boston Bruins jersey, and underneath his jersey, he had his colostomy bag taped to his chest. Oh, okay. okay. All right, all right. And we go, and we go oh, oh, no. And we told him, no, it's not happening tonight. So then he removed his colostomy bag and threw it at us. <laughs> okay. And I guess he had had some major surgery happen because when he did that, the tube pulled out and it pulled out everything with it. No! And let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And let me tell you, it looked like somebody yeah. opened up a Ziploc bag yeah. full of spaghetti. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Now, okay. I got to. I got to get something clarified here because you had said, you know, bitings and stabbings and everything else. Now, were are you witness to this stuff, or have you been bitten? Have you almost been stabbed? Like, what's the your connection to that? No, yeah, we had. You wear special gloves. There, you know the. There's special gloves that they have that they give to, like, corrections officers that you wear that people can't bite through, but it still hurts a lot. Okay. Mm. Wow. Well, D, for me, like, terrible stories, okay? All those things that you mentioned, terrible. I don't know if you deserve number one on worst job in the world, but I do believe that you could replace someone who is already there, but not in the number one position. Okay. Hold on now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I may disagree with you on this, Mocha. I think Guy's ranking is number two above the construction worker and above crack pipes and meth bowls. Let me tell you why I think he should be number one. So at number one right now, Ray, who is general sort of contractor maintenance guy, and he had to go into a house to clean up after squatters. So it was inside mounds of dog poo, barrels of rotten eggs, and uh, all the the, the vampire material. (laughs) I don't know if cleaning up any amount of dog poo even comes close to comparing going to work and having a colostomy bag thrown at you. And then seeing all the guts? Even aside from seeing all the guts, the man went to work. He went to his job. I know. And part of his job required him to take a colostomy bag 
to the chest. But that guy, Ray, went into a basement that had mounds and mounds of dog poo. But the dogs weren't there and they didn't bite him like the people at this guy's job do. I still think Guy deserves the number two position. This is tough. We may have to debate further. Um, and I have one more. Can I get one thing clarified just before we, we we debate this again? Okay. Is that when the colostomy bag was thrown at you, did yep. it did it hit you? So it hit me square in the chest. Okay. Hit the ground. Okay. Opened up all over the ground. Okay. I had to finish the rest of my shift. So. Okay. 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 So I, Mocha and I are still in disagreement on here. Uh, we're going to have to get a third party. Um, the guys from, I don't know if they can come in, but the guys from Loud Luxury are in the building. They're just standing in the hallway. Can can Maury get the guys from Loud Luxury in, to come in and like maybe they can be the deciding vote? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. One time, one time only, we're going to have outside consultation. It's celebrity edition. Yes. Yes. Because, <laughs> because, okay, cool. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. 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 Here yes, we yes, go. Yes. Here we go. Come on in. Loud luxury is here. Hi. Grab that microphone. You're good. How are you, man? How are we good, living? Man. Really good, man. Good to see you guys. You guys How are you doing? Uh, good. Andrew Thank you. and Joe, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Juno award-winning artist, by the way. Okay. Yes, sir. Loud luxury in the building. Before we get to anything else, we need your help because Mocha and I have been debating this. We we do a thing on the show called the the worst job in the world, okay. yeah. where people call in and then I don't know if you guys heard this in the hallway. We've heard it. And then they they just try and say the worst job. And Mocha and I are at like odds right now on who should be number one and who should mm. be number two. So we need you guys to be the deciding. Factor. Uh, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to play a song. We're going to come right back. Is uh, is Guy still on the phone? Yeah, Guy, you're there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, hang on, Guy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay. Yo, Guy, are you there? Absolutely. Okay, here okay. we go. Okay, so uh, Andrew and Joe from uh, Lab Luxury are here. Uh, Razamoka's worst job in the world. So the current number one is a guy named Ray who cleans up. His job is to clean up places, and he gets called to clean up places like after squatters have been in there. And yeah. so Ray, his job was he went into one house, and there was a massive yeah. amount of, of, of dog poo, but inside the home. And then there was barrels. No, no, uh, piles. Multiple piles. piles. Yes. And eggs home. and the barrels of rotten eggs, and then he he said that he also found like an unusual <laughs> amount of vampire <laughs> pornography, right? Which I don't even know what that is. Okay, and then That's we have so and then we have twisted. Gee on the phone with us, Jesus who's the Christ. night who's the nightclub bouncer uh, who has seen it all. He has to wear gloves so nobody bites him. And then at, at one time he was involved in an altercation with uh, with a guy who got pissed because uh, Gee wouldn't let him in the club, and he lifted up his shirt and ripped his colostomy bag that was taped to his chest. Yeah. Off it and threw it at Gee. He literally got pissed. Oh. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And then and then he pulled it so hard that the guy's guts came out. And that's oh just one story. Uh. That's one story. So when it comes to uh, the worst job in the in the in the world. They both participate in it. Mm. So it's not like they're witnesses to the awful things that happen right. at the job yeah. site. They're participating in it. So where where are you guys sort of feeling right now as far as which one of these two guys has the worst job? Okay, Guy, I'm so sorry to say this. I, I, I feel for you, my my boy. Maybe we'll get you at another nightclub. Yeah. But I think, uh, what was the other guy's name? Ray. 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 I think you Ray think takes so. the cake. Okay. I think See, Ray Joe's takes on my the side. Joe's because, on my side. Because, because yeah. not only is he dealing with like a lot of poo-poo yeah. and rotten eggs and vampire whatever the hell yeah but like yeah. 
I would never do that. You could never pay me any amount of money to walk into a place Thank you. that there's potentially squatters and like random people okay. that okay. are like literally like this is like this is like their hobby. It seems like if that if there's like piles of poo, it seems like this is like premeditated. <laughs> like we're doing this. Okay, and, Andrew. So Andrew, loud luxuries here, by the way, Andrew, you are the deciding factor here. I feel really bad because I hate to interrupt the harmony here. Yeah, but. I'm with both of you. You and are. Yes! And here's the reason why. I'll lay this down really quickly. 365 days in the year. Yeah. What are the odds that more than one day of the year you get a colonoscopy bag thrown at you? <laughs> right. Don't get me wrong. No, that right. is right. the pooiest or whatever word you want to use. The worst day of work ever. But I think you're bound, you're odds-wise, to encounter more weird stuff. You're right. Doing if, a squatting right. cleanup you than me, you are at a nightclub bouncer. If you right. told me I'm going to give you a million dollars right now to walk into a poo vampire den, I would never do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, so let's, I guess it's decided. Uh, Loud Luxury had the final say. Um, uh, so, uh, Guy, unfortunately, you're going you're gonna to take number two. <laughs> but, no pun intended. But, but you didn't get number it, one. Hit us up. We'll try to get you a job at another nightclub. We, we know some people. We know some people. <laughs> All right, Guy, thanks for sharing the story. Uh, you are now number two on the, the, the board for Razamoka's worst job in the world, okay? Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Right, right on, later, Holmes. Dude. Right on, right on. Uh, so, Loud Luxury, how the hell is everything? Um, the new single or the latest single, If Only I, with BB Rexa, is just like bonkers right now. Like, how is life for you guys pretty solid we're yeah. back in toronto and you have the big show happening just announced in december at yes. rebel uh loudluxurymusic.com by the way to get the to get the tickets um what's the expectation for this show you're coming back home you've done multiple shows here but this is going to be probably like the would you say like the biggest for for the year yeah uh, we headlined Veld this past summer, yeah. and I think that performance was so special for us that it really was like, okay, your next show better be fire. Yeah. So we're throwing everything we have at this show to make sure it's the most special one yet. Because fans have a, a definition of what makes a show special to them. What makes a show, a show special to you? Like, what made that so special? Veld? Yeah. Well, we started playing that show, like or the festival, like, literally on the side stage. So I think really? when, it was, like, early slot, side stage, 10 people in the crowd. Like, our, our moms were in the crowd. Like, those were the only people there. It was, like, we're, like, oh, cool. This is fun. <laughs> you gotta watch your mom <laughs> dance? Yeah. So you, yeah. It was, like, okay. kind of awkward, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and then now we were headlining this year, so it's, a, it's like, a pretty big full circle moment. And we've played it, obviously, awesome. a lot of times, but... This this year in particular was like crazy. Like was we, your family there? At yeah, every, well? oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was there. Oh, everybody that's was great. There. They were they weren't in the crowd this time. They were no. on the side of the stage. Oh, so they out. didn't get a chance to experience when you guys dropped that OLG remix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they heard it from the side stage. They saw the fire burn in their faces. So I, I have to well, let me just play a little bit of this track here real quick because I need to get the story behind this remix. How you guys got involved with this? Like, yeah. yeah. So it's actually a really, really interesting story. A lot of back and forth between here and Toronto to make it all happen. Yeah, I mean, OLG hit us up and they were like, we, we want you guys to do the remix. And we're like, of course we're going to do the remix. Like, yeah. it's such an iconic, like, you, you don't even need to, like, hear, like, a second of it to know what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such an iconic melody, so... 
we were pretty excited for it and like we were able to make it happen and Preston killed the vocals on it. So yeah. uh, do you guys like meeting super fans and would you be cool meeting one now? Yeah. Yeah. Maria yes. Maria's one of the producers on the show. We've kept her away from you guys since you walked um, into the building. Okay. Maria, you want to come in and meet the guys from Loud Luxury? You make me sound crazy. Yeah. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Hey, as long as you just just don't steal my kidneys and we're I, good. I promise I won't. Okay. What, Maria? what okay, if we said no? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, listen. Not Maria. When she found out that you guys were coming in here, her face like lit up. Maria! <laughs> <laughs> No, nothing. <laughs> we, were, we were asking them, we're like, what if we said no? Would you just sit at the window? Yeah. Come here, Get to a microphone. Get to a microphone. Do you have, do you have any questions microphone. for Loud Luxury? Or actually, first of all, how many times have you seen Live Luxury Loud? I think I've seen you guys like three or four times. I remember when you played at Velt the first time. Oh, wow. I was, I was you were young. at that first show? I like. I remember seeing you guys headline. I can't remember if I actually was there or not. But, um, <laughs> too many yeah. beers. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I can't remember something. that, but I've seen you guys a few times. Saw you in Vegas. Okay, good. Um, so wow. it's been like, love I that. feel like I've been following you guys along the way. Not go. in a creepy way. No, not one not. of those weird super fan ways. Do you have a, uh, do you have a question for Loud Luxury? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like, how do you guys continue to stay creative and make all these like fun songs? You guys are just a big glow up so quick, which is like amazing. Yeah. It's nice because we work with a lot of different people. So every, every time it's different. So it keeps it like fresh, you know. Yeah. God, if she asked that question and one of you just said none of your business, I would have died. <laughs> we should have. We should have really had done this that? differently. You guys have really been. You guys have really been begging for Mo, or we just absolutely yeah. dunk on Maria. Just be as mean as possible. Yeah. You guys are the best. Uh, thank you so much, Maria. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, luxury. luxury. Love you guys oh so much thank here you. on the Roz and Mocha Show. Thank you for visiting. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Tell me who Monique Jeremiah is Okay, why she's, like, making the news. So, you ever heard of hot betting? Never. Okay, hot betting. The, the best way I can explain hot betting, and then I just need everybody's immediate reaction to it. Hot betting is what Monique does, and it consists of, as a side hustle, renting out the other half of her bed to strangers. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell no. Wait a and minute. she makes... <laughs> Your husband, Maury, is in the other half. Oh so that God. is what hot betting is. And Monique has made a ton of money doing this, just renting out the other half of her bed to strangers. She'll be on with us at what time? <laughs> like a couple of I know, minutes. stop clapping. I guess immediately after Monique okay. stops clapping. <laughs> just a few minutes, few minutes. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, uh, Monique Jeremiah is on hold. Oh, cannot wait to talk to her. I, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. So the concept is hot betting that mm. Monique uh, uh, popularized. And what it, is that again? So hot betting, the, the best that I can explain it, and we she'll, I'm sure, do a way better job at it, is she her side hustle is renting out the other half of her bed to strangers. Stop. To, Who's clapping? More clapping again? To, to <laughs> sleep there all night. Like, she doesn't rent a room in her house. She doesn't rent her basement. She rents the other half of her bed. Monique, we need some explanation on this. Uh, welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. Hello, hello. So, Monique, uh, explain the concept, how where it came from, and how you are benefiting from hot betting. Hot betting, yes. It's definitely something that a lot of people are trying to work out why I did it and um, what is the purpose behind it. So um, when COVID struck, um, for me, it was a time to basically reset and do something different. So 
as my international education agency was collapsing and I found myself suddenly single, I decided that as a typical entrepreneur, I had to think outside the box and decide how can I make an extra income which is easy and doable right in the middle of COVID. So I was at home one particular day and I looked at my bed and I realized, hang on, I've got a space in my bed. I can actually rent out this space. And that's how I came up with the concept of hot bedding. So if you think of hot bedding of like hot desking where you move from, you know, bed to bed, it's a temporary arrangement and that's hot bedding. It's it's, it's uh, all about housing and no hookups. Okay. So you rent out the other half of your bed to strangers. Yes, I did. I did. I did Whoa. it for two years um, and it was definitely a very lucrative idea because, you know, anything is rentable. And um, at the time of like when it first when I first did it, um, it was it was very logical because you've got space to so, rent and. Uh, <laughs> so how much were you charging people to rent out that half of your bed? Um, at that time, I was charging between one sixty and one seventy per week, oh my God. Um, including yeah, you know, including water, electricity, and uh, internet. So it's just it's just like renting out a room, but instead I went one step further and rented half my bed. Okay, but okay. that, I imagine, involves an incredible amount of trust that you're going to fall asleep in the bed with a stranger. Yes, yes, absolutely. But then again, if you think about um, if you're in a hotel room and, you know, you're bunking with another person um, and there's two single beds, it's pretty much the same concept, but just your space is a little bit more confined. But I've never, but yeah, I've never rented a hotel. strangers. Uh, yeah, I've never slept in, in a hotel room with somebody that I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I have before. And um, it's, it's, it, you have to exercise a lot of discipline because it's purely a business transaction where you're renting a space. Um, um, you know, just like you rent a room or you um, you, rent, you rent something without without any other expectations, but just uh-huh. the space. Okay, so Monique, are you renting that half of your bed? Oh, wait, before I ask this question, I need, need to know how big is your bed? Um, my bed at that time was a queen-size bed. Oh, okay. um, tonight, tonight I'm actually in a hotel and I have a king-size bed. So if I was doing hot bedding, you would actually be much more uh, comfortable in a king-size bed, to be honest. Okay, <laughs> and then are you renting to both guys and girls or are you like specific to one gender? Um, well, at the time when I was doing it, um, it, it was it was open to any gender, but yeah. I, I actually did it with a male, which was fine. Um, but, I, but I laid down the law and I said, look, this is... This is my expectation. It's nothing more than just renting the space next to me and sleeping next to me. What do you sleep in? And what do they what do sleep, sleep in? in? Like, like what are the what are the rules? Like, what if what if somebody's like, I like to sleep nude, or I like to sleep in my underpants? Like, what are the rules? To- <laughs> oh, oh def- definitely, both parties have to sleep with pajamas on, fully fully clothed, um, just out of pure respect and courtesy for each other. Okay. Have any of the renters of your side of the bed, even though the rules have been stipulated, like this is strictly for sleeping, try to like put the moves on you? Um, no, definitely not, because I'm I'm very strict with um with hot bedding because for, for me, for me, it's, it's not worth, um, you know, going any further than that because it's, it's purely a business transaction. 
but when you're sleeping and you're tired and, and like, like you, like you said, like you were recently single. So you were used to having somebody mm-hmm. there that you could like when you're that tired in your sleep, sometimes when you sense there's a body next to you, you just move closer to it. You know what I mean? Like, did anything like that ever mm-hmm. happen? accidentally no no definitely not because for me i've i put pillows between myself and the other person to to create an immediate barrier so you know i was fully aware that they're there but you know with the way that i am like i run a modeling agency during the daytime which is it's called diversity models so i'm exhausted by the end of the day um so yeah and the pillow the pillow is just basically a separation barrier it's you know it's comfortable and it's informal but at least it gives both sides a peace of mind that you know this is my side and that's your side what if what if there's a snore beside you or like somebody who farts or something like that like like will you wake them (laughs) will you wake them up like what are the rules for that um well i I guess you can't do much if someone farts in bed because that's just very natural but with snoring i mean a a simple solution is you give each person earplugs to sleep with so at least you can uh Block out, block out some of the sounds. You, um, you have to take some small measures like this to make sure it's a, a comfortable uh, sleeping arrangement. Just like if you had a room with two single beds, you would still also <laughs> provide these little mini, mini inclusions. Okay. I, I <laughs> love- How much money have you made so far? Yeah. Have you calculated that since you started? Um, I... Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, uh, un- just under 20000 um, over two years, which is, which is not bed. bad, right? Damn, Monique. Damn. Yeah, half uh, a bit. That's, that's pretty good Pretty good income on the side, uh, <laughs> a side hustle. Monique Jeremiah, it was wonderful talking to you. I don't know what your 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 mother would have thought of all this, but I can only imagine. Exactly. You made a ton of money off hot bedding, which is you just rent out the other side of your bed, like people do with Airbnbs. Yes. You just rent out the other side of your bed to complete strangers, and you've made a very good living at it. So I guess congratulations. <laughs> Hey, Monique. big up to you, Monique. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate you joining us on the <laughs> Raza Mocha Show today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, right. guys. Take care. Right. Take care. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Man, Jada Pinkett Smith out here flaming Will again. Oh, no. Maybe I'm just reading too yes. much into this. Maybe I'm just reading too much into this. I don't know whether uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is disinterested or she's just so far up her own ass she doesn't understand how she comes off when she says stuff but the you know the, the rumors with Will and Jada have always been that this is you know it's a less than conventional relationship and mm-hmm. that is a uh, sort of mutual agreement to plow through Hollywood and they would each live their own separate sort of lives while raising a loving family and what would be a loving household mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying sure that has always been the story so it was will's birthday jada wishes will happy birthday on instagram very nice okay i don't know how i'd feel if my wife wished me happy birthday on instagram like this just say throw a picture of up me maybe yeah. with the kids and just say hey man happy birthday love you yeah right jada pinkett smith writes this willard Wow. Okay. Using full old school. Okay. Okay. Willard, I am so glad you were born on this day. Without you, I would not have experienced the greatest joy of my life, the love of our family. On this divine assignment, assignment we've chosen to walk together, I am grateful for the wells of laughter along the trails of tears we've shared. 
Thank you for helping me learn to embrace it all with a smile. Here's to 100 plus more birthdays full of growth, acceptance, and joy. Damn, Willard. Bro. Put it in reverse. Come on. Am I the only one that thinks that sounds nice? What? Fam. Yo, just. She says, here's to 100 more. She doesn't even say, I love you. Yeah. With a heart emoji? She doesn't even say, happy birthday. I would just prefer, even if you put hashtag, hashtag, HBD with like a couple of emojis. She says to him, I'm glad you're born because I now have all of this. Not Um, happy birthday, man. I love you. You're great dad. You're great dad. Proud of all your accomplishments. Thank you. Willard, I'm so glad you were born on this day. (laughs) And what was the line she said about assignment? Yeah. Okay. So Willard, I'm so glad you were born on this day. Without you, I would have not experienced the greatest joy of my life. Not you or our love, uh-huh. but the love for our family. So the greatest He's joy is the love family. for family. I understand that. Mm-mm. On this divine assignment, we've chosen to walk together. Who assigned it? The Illuminati? Okay. I'm grateful for the wells of laughter and the trails of tears we've shared. Right. This is not how you wish somebody happy birthday. It seems this poetic. Is no normal person wishes their partner a happy birthday this way. Yeah, Maria, you're shaking your head. It's just like in disgust. Yeah. It's like there's no there's no like passion. Doesn't come from the heart. There's no love. There's no there's love no in it. Love. Like, and why are yeah. you talking about the tears you've shared, knowing know. all the stuff that's going on? Maybe this and is has why, gone on. Why Maury thinks that it's uh, appropriate because there's no love in it. <laughs> every every anniversary I have on this show, I always do the same quote, which is laughs and tears. <laughs> yeah, the laughs and tears. GPT could have written something nicer than Yo, that. That's facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I would be like, if I woke up and I saw that post on on like your. Your partner's Instagram with a picture of you Damn, being like, I'm so glad you were born on this. No, I I'm love using you. using that for Matthews in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Maria, please right. explain why uh, women on TikTok are still talking about their boyfriend's obsession with the Roman Empire. Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah, so... There's like a whole trend going around because some guy who is named Gaius Flavius okay. on TikTok, he's like a, a Roman Empire impersonator type thing. He does like all these skits. Mm-hmm. And he posted a TikTok being like, ask your husbands and boyfriends and the men in your life how many times they think about the Roman Empire because I'm telling you it's all the time. Okay. So then people took it upon themselves to, to start asking and he wasn't wrong. You men love to think about the Roman Empire. You know, at my house, I have, because I went to the Colosseum years ago with my brother, mm. and we each have a stone that we took. You're not supposed to take them, but we each have know. a stone from, like, the outside of the Colosseum. Did you get arrested they for were, that? You, I don't know. Maybe. It was, like, from the, it was like from the <laughs> yeah. road. The, like, it's the, the road. It's not a stone of the Colosseum. It's a okay. stone on, from the road where they were, they were lifting them all up because they had to do some work, and they were, like, putting them all back in. And there was two little ones that were sort of off to the side in a pile that, that looked like rubbish but we each took one so i have on a shelf in my house a stone from the walkway into the roman coliseum that's kind of cool though that's cool (laughs) so maria came in here the other day and hit us with that question you might have seen the video on uh i was the only one who was honest by the way you guys are liars you might have seen this on any of the kiss social accounts hey ross how often do you think about the roman empire Actually, probably more often than you think. How often? Uh, I watched a documentary in the Roman Empire last week. <laughs> okay. 
How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Oh, every two seconds. <laughs> it's a big deal. Boring. The Roman Empire is like... I don't... Like, you know, it, it, is this a liar? <laughs> you don't think about it? <laughs> How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Like once a day? Once a day? Yeah. And what do you think about... I don't know. There's like lots of guanin back then. Such a liar. <laughs> Just like general curiosity. So much. Hey, Shem. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? The Roman Empire? Never. Never? No, why? Should I be? I'm very violated. <laughs> Go away. Like, okay, so what's the point of all this? What's the point of all this? Aside from shaming, really shaming somebody who's into history. <laughs> there really isn't a point. I think the biggest thing is just that apparently guys love the Roman Empire. So are other people, like, in the comment section on TikTok, on other videos saying that, yes, they've asked this same question to the men in their lives. Yeah, people are saying that, like, there's there's a few comments that are like, why are these men so weird? So this is where their mind goes when we're talking to them. Uh, and then I pulled a few comments from our video that we posted. Yeah. And someone wrote, I'm convinced as men grow older, their interests focus on four things. Home rentals, barbecuing, World War II, and the Roman Empire. Okay. Someone history! Wrote, <laughs> it's called history! <laughs> someone wrote, like... My Roman Empire is when Maury's asking Angelina Jolie what baseball position she's playing. Oh my god, classic, classic. So Maria took the exact same question. The other two men in her life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Her boyfriend Louis. Okay. And her dad. Okay. Papa Papadakis. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Louis, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Pretty often. Probably once, once every week, a couple weeks. It depends on if it comes up in conversation. But why? But why what? Like, Why do I think about it that often? Yeah. Because I'm fascinated by it. But like, what's so fascinating? Well, you can compare it to today's world and how everything is. So you think about it like that. But then also, you know, for example, at the gym, if we're talking about, you know, people talk about supplements and this and that, I say, well, you know, back in the day, <laughs> the Roman times, no one had creatine and this and that, <laughs> energy drinks and all kinds of whatever. So you're that guy in the gym that says, well, back in the day in the Roman Empire. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Because it's facts. Okay. I know you're trying to make your breakfast, but I have a very important question to ask you. Okay. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Never. What about the Greek Empire? Is there a Greek Empire? What? what? <laughs> Before the Roman Empire, there was a Greek Empire. Do you think about that? No, not really. No? Although the Romans really stole a lot of the stuff that was Greek. Oh, no. Here like architecture, like how to build statues oh, and no. buildings, like how even warfare they learned from the Greeks. Remember, the Greeks conquered all the way up to minor <laughs> Asia with Alexander the Great. And my neck of the woods, King Leonidas yes. of Sparta, uh -huh. best warrior out there. <laughs> Romans were just a bunch of uh, sissies. <laughs> So the Greeks were the strong ones. Well, every nation went through that. Greek Empire, and then it collapsed. The Roman Empire collapsed. The Ottoman Empire, but the Greeks did a lot of things way before the Romans did. Math, science. Right. <laughs> sure. Okay. I got a whole until, until the Romans conquered the Greeks. <laughs>
Did you say the <laughs> Ottoman Empire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that was an empire, but I got a whole history lesson after that. See, uh, <laughs> your dad. No, not at all. But let me tell you everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me keep line. going. Yo, your dad's about to start war today oh, yeah. with this. Oh, yeah. Romans really stole a lot of the stuff that was Greek. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. No, it's it's crazy though. But listen, don't shame people. It's history. Like I can't believe that this is something where guys are getting shamed about I don't know this. Getting shame, but it's like, why are you thinking about that all the time? No, it's, it's sh- not all the time. That's shaming right there, Maria. Yes. It's not all it's not all the time. All right. It's you not all the time. Also, Empire. I don't know if you heard, they didn't have creatine back then, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Alyssa, it's Roz and Mocha. Hello, how are you guys? Good, how are you today? I'm so great. I'm so happy to talk to you. Uh, we're happy to have you on the show. Um, this is what uh, Alyssa DM'd to us, Roz. Yes. Uh, so my husband has night terrors like you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously referring to me, Mocha. Yep. Uh, he had one last night. We always laugh about it the next day. His are always the same animal, a bear. Oh Wondering gosh. if yours are the same or different. So, uh, no, I've never dreamt of a bear, but Alyssa, if you can elaborate a little bit more on what it was your husband tells you about his dreams. Yes, well, this particular one, I don't sleep very well myself, so I happen to be wide awake, and I'm laying beside him, and I feel this, like, vibration start happening. My, like, heart palpitates a little bit. I'm like, oh, my God, like, is he having a heart attack? Like, is he okay? And it starts shaking, and then all of a sudden, I hear this, what I'm imagining on his end is a huge scream, but it sounds more like a trying <laughs> 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 to get it to be really loud. So I'm like, I wake up, I'm like, babe, babe, are you okay? Oh. And he was like, it happened again. And I said, well, like, well, well, what? Like, what do you mean it happened again? And he goes, it was a bear. And he goes, this time it was, it was going to get us. And I was like, what do you mean it was going to get us? He goes, well, you kept leading us deep to the woods, which would never happen, by the way, because I would never go into a dark forest. And he and I guess I keep trying to tell him to like lead him in further. And he's like, no, there's bears, there's bears. He's like, shine the flashlight. He said when like in the dream when he like I shine the flashlight, this massive bear was like coming towards us. And so he's like, <laughs> run. And so when he started to scream or this squeal, well, that was his last attempt at saving us. <laughs> and, and then I woke him up. Are you, are you not like try harder? Well, I was I was like happy to know that like he was going to save me, but I was like I'm one of those people like I'm like I'll I'll sacrifice myself. You go, you run. I'll be good. That's eating. A woman you right just there. keep going. That's a woman right there. You are a, you are so a good one. When he when he has his night terrors, is it always like he always squeals? Because when I have a night terror and in my my dream I'm screaming, but in real life it's just like a loud moan. I'm like. Uh. Are his night terror screams the exact same every single time? Yes, pretty much where he thinks he's being incredibly loud and screaming at the top of his lungs and it's this little like wimpy. (laughs) Wimpy. Man. (laughs) Women got no chill, huh? Yeah. Wimpy. No wonder wonder he didn't want to be on the radio with us because I asked Alyssa, yo, can you get your husband to join us on the show to talk about this? She's like, nah. Nah. I asked. He said, hell no. (laughs) The, The one thing he did tell me, though, is that it happened with his dad and he used to wake his mom up howling. Oh, really? Like the same squeals? But like his dad was what was dreaming about wolves. And so his like, his dad always woke up with this like. 
I think there's some deep-rooted stuff there, but that's, again, that's always a Maybe a it's like a hereditary thought. thing, like you guys got the demon in you. Well, next thing I was thinking about Cruz, next thing you know, Mocha's going to hear Cruz, like, hollering down the hallway. Oh, with yeah. Hey, did, did, I know. Did, did Vern get night terrors, your old man? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I have no idea. No. I don't think You're so. You're not open about that stuff in that no, house, I, eh? No, 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 no. But my night terrors, I mean, they're never about animals. They're usually, like, demonic and stuff, yes. right? Okay. <laughs> Completely normal. By the way, Alyssa, just a quick Google search. It says here, dreaming about a bear attacking you uh, and injuring you severely means that you're feeling overwhelmed by upcoming challenges. Okay, well, that seems accurate for, for our life. We caregive for my dad with dementia, so every every day is a is a different day here. So that seems very fitting. I bet you that that exact same explanation is for a lot of things that could attack you in a dream. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Demons like, and ghosts. Yes. <laughs> Alyssa, thank you so much for sharing that with us. We appreciate you. Oh, well, thank you so much for calling. Again, I love you guys so much. I talk about you to everyone around me. I'm like, heard that on Razamoka. I heard that on Razamoka. You can get that on the app. Oh, that's amazing. Before we let you go, between Razamoka, who's your favorite? I think about this question more often than I should admit, but hands down, Skaz, and that's all I'm going to say. Your phone cut out! Your phone cut out! Say what? What? It sounded like you said Mocha because I'm the one that replied to the DM that you sent. I, oh my God, please don't do this to me. I'm already sweating about this question. What did you remember you, you sent the DMs to us and what I'm the say? one that replied what did you say? and was going back say? and forth with you and stuff. Who, who, who did you say? I said hands down, hands down, Roz. Oh, there we go. <laughs> hey, Roz, what's her name? What? What's that? What's her name? I know. This is what you call entrapment. Mocha said it 14 times. <laughs> I also text every Friday. Every uh, Friday. Alyssa. In Kingston, but right? What is it? What is it? Alyssa? Yeah? Okay, cool. Alyssa. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the hint. Thanks, Alyssa. Love you. Love you guys so much. Bye. All right, bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. going on y'all yo hey have you watched love at first sight on netflix yet no you know that rom-com dropped and i just sat there on my netflix and i didn't hit play and sorry what it's a it's a rom-com okay sort it's of not a reality sort of. show no 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 and it just sort of dropped and then just stayed there like i watched the preview and i was like ah girl who's in it maybe i've, I, seen I've never preview. i i don't know anybody who's in it let me see and love at first sight so, girl, like, she's got to go to her dad's wedding. There's another guy who is, like, going to uh, London to go home to see his family. They meet in an Good airport. Day, John F. Kennedy there airport. we go. There are thousands of people going hundreds of places. Excuse me. Sorry. My battery keeps dying. I'll borrow mine if you want. But today, a girl and a boy will meet. Sorry, I don't uh, share electronics till the third date. Okay. No, I suppose it is quite intimate. Oh, this is the girl from, um... Where's she from? I don't know what she's White from. White Lotus, season two. Oh, wh- okay, I gotcha. Thank you. Narrated by Jamila Jamil. Yeah. Will fall in love. This is me. Well, this is unexpected. <laughs> I've always hated airplanes. Oh, holding hands in the airplane. To London. A wedding. You? It's a bit complicated. Okay, so let me just say... Okay. So you watch it? Out of the gate right now. Yeah. This is the best Netflix original film they've ever done. Oh, shut up. Come on. Get out of here. Yep. That was a bold statement, bro. I cried three times. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You cried three times? Cried three times. Girl, you need to help. Not once, not twice. Why not count to three? Three 
Like, and I'm not, I don't mean like it was a continuous cry that sort of went away. And then uh-huh. I mean, I like cried, had to recover, stopped, cried, had to recover, stopped. So it cried, says here, had to recover, from the stopped. studio that brought you Purple Hearts and to all the boys I've loved before. Yeah, it is. It, 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 I, Look, I, Maria's intrigued. I'm watching it tonight. I'm telling I'm you. Because, it tonight. Can I, okay, so one of the things that I love the most about the movie, Please. okay, and I'm not spoiling anything. Please don't. No, I won't. <laughs> is that there are certain scenarios and situations and all of this stuff that you're used to seeing in these types of movies where it's like uh-huh. two people meet and then they don't connect and then they're running around the same city and all that stuff, right? Uh-huh. So there's certain things that you're used to and the movie sets all of those things up, only they don't do them in the way you would think they do. So they set you up in a very sort of familiar way where you're like, oh God, he's going to go and yeah. do the thing now, but only they don't. Right. And it's quite like shocking because your instincts are wrong. And you're like, oh, of course. And then tears. And then, oh my God, bro, I'm telling you. You watch this with your wife? Yeah. And and, uh, And and Roxy. Oh, so did the girls cry? Roxy was sitting in the middle. I don't think she cried, but Catherine and I were like looking over Roxy's head, like both bawling. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, if you want like a good cry, love at first sight. I'm telling if you want a good cry, right? Not and it's not a cry that's going to make you feel bad or disrupt your sleep or ruin your day the next day. It is just like a good perfect cry. I'm wow. telling you. And it's actually this is pretty new. It just came out uh last week. Yeah. On Netflix. I'm telling you. It's so good. It's so good. All right. Yeah. Uh, Maria, prepare for the tears tonight. Oh, I cry. I'm a crier is when this, things are sad with like movies, so I know that I'll, I'll probably cry like twice as much as, as Ross. Is, is this a movie that you watch solo, or will you and your boyfriend watch it? Oh, I already texted Louie. I said, what are you doing tonight? Oh. Okay. <laughs> All just now within four minutes? <laughs> I know. We are oh. watching this movie tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, did anybody watch that movie I told y'all to watch, The Love at First Sight? I did. You did, Maria. Oh. Did anybody else watch it? No. Nobody else did their homework? I'm going to watch it this weekend. So, uh, what'd you think, Maria? Did you cry? I, I teared up, but I didn't cry. What is wrong with you? Oh. You, 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 you cry. You said, Roz, three you times. cried three times. Three times. You Gen Zers have no heart. Uh, no, it was very. It was no a very heart. great movie. I think it was well, hold on. exactly how you explained it. On a typical day at John F. Kennedy Airport, there are thousands of people going no hundreds heart. of places. <gasps> Excuse me. Sorry. My battery keeps dying. I'll borrow mine if you want. But today, a girl and a boy will meet. Sorry, I don't uh, share electronics till the third date. Okay. Yeah. No, I suppose it is quite intimate. It's great. It's so sad. You didn't cry with the when the with the. Man, no, 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 Come on, man. I know there was weekend. a few moments where I genuinely had like the water all across like my eyelids. Yeah. But I wasn't like streaming crying. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't bawling, but I cried. That's crying. Yeah. Okay. Then no. I cried. <sighs> Hold on, Roz. Tears yeah. fell out of your eyes down your cheeks. Um. No, I I wiped them before they it's fell. Them. Okay. Maria, yeah. tear, do you have to wipe them from your eyes? Um, Was there enough? Of yeah, I guess my eyes were watering enough. Okay, so yeah. you have to wipe. What about your boyfriend, Louis? Did he? he I, I didn't watch it with him. You actually. watched it alone? I watched it with my parents because oh. they wanted to watch it last night. Did your dad so. cry? No, my dad My dad doesn't cry. Oh, did your mom cry? I think she did. I looked over, but she was kind of just like, <laughs> staring at the TV. Just so fighting it, fighting the tears, fighting the tears. Yeah, it's a great movie. Go watch it. Everybody. It's my favorite Netflix. I think it's the best movie Netflix has ever done. What? The best original movie. Stop yep. it. Yeah, without question. That's my number one. If I had to do a list, that's my number one. Wow. Yep. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Hi, Kevin. It's Razamoka. Hello. Kevin, welcome to Razamoka's Hell of a Story. When and where does your Hell of a Story take place? It takes place seven years ago on a bridge in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, crossing the U.S. border. Okay, so what happened? Who are you with? Are you alone? Is this a trip you do frequently? What was going on? It was a trip I did frequently. I was alone in the car, uh, traveling from northern Ontario to Winnipeg to visit my daughter. Mm -hmm. I get to the border, hand over my passport, flip my sunglasses off, and guy at the booth asks the standard questions. Where are you coming from? Where are you going? How long are you going to be there? Why are you coming through here? And he's scanning my passport and, you know, it's friendly enough for, as you can be for a border agent. And that friendliness ends. And the questions become, who else is in the car? No one, sir. Do you have any weapons on you? Oh. No, sir. Do you have any drugs on you? No, sir. Wow. Scans again, then repeats the questions. Oh. Who else is in the car? They become a bit more, you know, forceful. Who else is in the car with you? Oh, my God. Do you have any weapons? Do you have any drugs? <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, it, by that time, I look up, and there are three Border Patrol agents in front of my vehicle with their guns drawn. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. So okay. you're now in your car at the border, and you have one guy who's asking you, who's in the car? Do you have any weapons? Do you have any drugs? Now you realize there's three other border agents in front of your car with their guns pointed at you. Yeah. What happens? He goes, turn your car off. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly, because, you know, when you go through the border, you go to secondary crossing to go pull up in front. Uh-huh. And yeah. they oh, wait, wait. What kind of walk day? you there. What time of day was this at, Kev? 8.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Okay. And is there a lineup of cars behind you? Oh, a ton. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the border yeah. is full. This, this would be my dream. I would love to witness this. <laughs> oh, no. I would love to see this okay. going on in the car in front of me. Okay, so guns are drawn. You got to turn the car off. Yeah. I turn the car off. He put, the hand on the, put your hands on the ceiling. I put my hands on the ceiling, and he goes, I'm going to ask you again. Who's in the car? <laughs> are there <laughs> weapons? And are there drugs? Dude. I'm like, no, sir, no, sir, no, sir. Yeah. He's like, what, what, what's in your center console there? I'm like, my phone and my wallet. He's like, okay. Undo your seatbelt slowly. Okay. So I, I go and I move my hand, and I guess, you know, nervous. I move it a little too quickly, and I hear a gun cock and the words, I said slowly, Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, we got some action now. Okay, so... So what they 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 get you out of the car? Yeah, uh, after they forcefully pull me out of the car and face down on the pavement, oh and my god, hands behind my back, and oh my god, uh, up I go, and and we walk into the building in a holding cell with yeah. no cameras, which was friendly enough. Yeah. And they continue to ask me the same questions and what's in your car? Like, tell us what you have in your car. Go through everything you have in your car. So I'm assuming they're searching it at this time. Um, so I answer honestly. Suitcase full of clothes, backpack with a laptop, camera bag, a gift bag. They asked me what's in the gift bag. So I say, well, I'm visiting my daughter, and she's 11, and there's a pillow that says, I poop magic with a unicorn on it, which they did not take <laughs> nicely to. Yeah. <laughs> did not like that. They yelled at me a bit more, yeah. threatened me a bit more. Yeah. Finally asked me where I worked, told them, and then they processed me with the mugshot and the fingerprints. And surprisingly, they didn't match. Uh, also, the pictures didn't match. Okay. Uh, so, they couldn't, what? so they couldn't tell me this, but after a quick Google search, after I calmed my nerves and left on the side of the highway, I'm Kevin Andrew Britton, born November 8th, 1982. Okay. 
Kevin Allen Britton, born July 8th, 1982 from Chicago, skipped $50,000 bond two days before I crossed the border. (laughs) What charges? What charges did he skip? Weapons and assault. Okay, that's so, you how they know, get you. Same person, last name. That's wow. How they, that's so, how Kev, they get let me you. ask: from the time that the you pulled up to the border there to cross over, and this interaction started, to when they hauled your ass inside and processed you, fingerprint, picture, all that, mugshot, all that stuff, to when they let you go, how much time had passed? It felt like three hours, but it was like 45 minutes. Wow. So is everything sorted now? You're all fine. You can move back and forth across the border. No problem. Well, funny you ask that. (laughs) Um, July of this year, first family road trip. Uh, Daughter graduated high school. So we're going to do a road trip from Winnipeg to Southern Ontario to go see my mom. And we get to the border. We hand over our passports and I hear an alarm go off. By the way, it was 7 a.m. this time. Okay. Okay. And there was there was nobody there. Uh, luckily, the alarm goes off and I let out a sigh and I tell my daughter everything's going to be OK. Just like a like a mob boss father getting arrested, taken away from his daughter. Everything's going to be OK. Yeah. I'll be out in 30 minutes. We'll continue our road trip. And um, yeah, do the same thing. Guns drawn, process, mugshot. But was there not some sort of like note in your file that you're not the guy? There was. Um, but when border agents retire, apparently the note goes away. Oh God! Oh, no. <laughs> Just your luck. Yo, when they let you go, when they realize that you weren't the Kevin Britton that they were looking for, that skipped town, uh, do they like apologize or anything? No, they're border agents. They don't have to apologize for anything. They don't care. So you, so this happened. This happened a second time. And now your daughter's older, and when you were sort of like, I'm assuming they figured out that you weren't the guy, uh, what was your daughter's reaction to all this? She called just about everybody she knew to tell them how the road trip was going, and it all started with, well, Dad got arrested. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, kid. Oh, wow, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, that is a hell of a story, man. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yeah. I'm the same. And I'll smack that ass. My uh, F1 group chat was going nuts yesterday. Wow, what happened? Uh, Max Verstappen wins again, 13th time this season. Mm-hmm. Last week, his uh, his 10-race win streak ended. 17 races so far this season. Wow. Let me play this for you. Because there's a reason why I want you to hear Max's reaction. Because you'll understand why something that was said later on. <laughs> Happened, okay? Max Verstappen comes out of the final corner for the final time. Max Verstappen wins the Japanese Grand Prix. Max, that was absolutely fantastic. That was 19.4 ahead of the rest of the field, and that wins us our sixth Constructors World Cup Championship. So, congratulations and uh, thank you very much. You were totally awesome and dominant this weekend. Yeah, unbelievable, guys. You. Uh... You deserve that. What an unbelievable season we are having. Uh, you can all be very proud here at the track, back at the factory. Everyone, unbelievable. 
Alright, so he's kind of like... Is he in the car while he's, he's talking to him? He's in the car, yeah. Like, still driving? Still driving, right? So and chill. his team And his team is like, when you see the footage, his team is freaking out. Yeah. Because what happened, when they say he won the Constructors' Championship, their team, they have so many points for this season. Yeah. That even though there are six races left in the season, no other team could catch up and take this one title that they won. It's just right. mathematically impossible. Sure. I wish they my car so Bluetooth sounded that good. <laughs> so many points. So he is like he. He's like chill. this is quite an achievement. Thirteenth yeah. win for the season. Yeah. And he's just like. He's like. It's it's like he's thank bored. you guys. Right. It was, it was a great weekend. I really appreciate it. So usually what happens after the race, the yeah. first place guy Max Verstappen, and then the second and third place guy. They go, they have this, like, this chill room. They go, they drink their water, they talk about, like, a little bit of the race. There's, like, TVs everywhere, and they show, like, the end of the race. And they just make little comments. And it's, like, decked out with televisions and lights and, like, cameras everywhere and microphones, right? Mm -hmm. So they're sitting back there, and one of the the, the jokes this season is that Max Verstappen, because he's in that room so often and he's talking to the the other drivers... That he's hosting his own podcast. Right. right? Okay. So this clip is kind of hard to hear because one of the other drivers is speaking kind of quiet and he says, yeah. I'm just happy to be on the Max Verstappen podcast. Yeah. And then Max says something that then had everyone being like, WTF, bro. It's college. He says, I'm just happy to be on the Max Verstappen podcast. I don't even like podcasts on Max's podcast. So he says, I don't even like podcasts. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then people were like, yo, why would you say that? Right? So afterwards, a reporter asks him about podcasts. Max, I'd like to ask you about the Max Verstappen podcast that he seems to be hosting after every race now. How do you find those moments in the cool down room, the three of you all together? Is it a nice chance to sort of I talk about what's happened? How do you find the emotions in that moment? And do you really not like podcasts? Yeah, I don't even know who came up with that because I don't even like podcasts. They make me fall asleep. So um, I don't know. Maybe we can call it something d- different or come up with something a bit more fun. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was just happy to be a guest. So. <laughs> you can be a guest of anything. <laughs> he does not sound um, like a friendly guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's nice. I mean, I think it's natural, right? When you, you see some footage of, of the race, then... You you talk about it as drivers too quickly, you know, when you see some shots. So it just all, yeah, nowadays everything gets recorded. Fortunately, yeah, when the camera is there, you can't say everything you want to say. So in that moment, <laughs> I realized Max Verstappen is not a fun guy. It's not a lot of fun in that game. Right? Like everyone for somebody else. Who, somebody who races cars for a living. Like yeah. there's not a lot of fun. At all. Like no yeah. room to play. Yeah. Maybe he's that's just, why he wins all the time. He's just though, very man. like, it's just black and white. He's very serious. Yeah. Maybe right? that's why he like, wins. How many, what's that other guy that everybody loves? The good looking guy? Alex Charles Leclerc. No. 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 Lewis uh, Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. Oh. How many, how many has he won this year? None. Do you remember last year when we had a conversation of how many races Lewis Hamilton was going to win this year? And I said zero. Yeah. And you guys looked at me like I was crazy. Like the closest he came was last week. I don't even follow racing. He came in third. Last week he came in third. And the only reason why he got that trophy is because his, uh, his teammate on the very last lap, there was like a couple, like a one minute left in the, in the race. Yeah. His Teammate was third place. Lewis Hamilton was fourth. Right. His teammates spun out and crashed, and then Lewis was able to take third place. Gotcha. They need to. They need to go to like NASCAR training. 
and hang out with those dudes for a while. Oh, you know, right? Like a little bit more whoo! attitude. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, some of the other like Max is the only one yeah. that reacts this way. I don't like podcasts. <laughs> it's not fun. It's just not fun. But like, come maybe on, maybe he doesn't man, have to be. Maybe he doesn't have to be though. Maybe he doesn't have to be. Or it's part of it. Right? It's part of the deal. It's part of what you get. Yeah. And he knows I, it. I think so. Like you're alone a lot in the car, alone. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot. The whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not like you're Ubering. You stop and you pick somebody up. There's an idea. During yeah. one of the turnarounds. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Right? Who wants to go for a spin? Yeah, I guess maybe. You're just like such a serious guy. Like everything that you do, you just happen to drive really great. But other than that, you're just, you know. You're, you're just dull. Yeah, you're just dull. Yeah. And who? power to him, man. He's winning like crazy. Yeah, well, there you go. Congrats to the boring Max Verstappen. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.